Get ready. We are going. I'm going to wait till I see it on DLive, guys. Do I see it on DLive or will I have to toggle? Yes, we are on DLive. What's up, guys? It is Monday. Everybody loves Mondays. April 13th, 2020. I was about to say 2013. Get ready. Avoid alcohol, tobacco, and drugs. And call your friends and family. Check in on your mother. She wants to hear from you right now. And speaking of mothers, we need you to do this, if not for yourself, then for your abuela. Do it for your granddaddy. Do it for your big mama. Do it for your pop pop. We need you to understand, especially in communities of color, we need you to step up and help stop the spread so that we can protect those who are most vulnerable. Uh, One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hague Report, the Hague Report, la, la, la. What's up, guys? I am James Hake. This is the Hake Report. Can you believe it? We are streaming, and it's so cool. And what you just heard was the Surgeon General, which I was like, that's the Surgeon General? He looks like a young black man, but I bet you he's actually older than we think because black don't crack. It's a fact, Jack. <laughs> you didn't know I could rap, huh? Joel Friday who? <laughs> Joel Friday here. <laughs> so, um, you just heard a nice man giving nice advice to the people. And that was a Surgeon General, what's his name, Jerome Adams. How old is this Jerome Adams guy, out of curiosity? But he was giving advice to the POCs because the POCs, the people of color, have problems, and he's 45, kind of like President Trump's uh, presidency, the 45th presidency, beautiful. And I guess President Trump is the one who appointed him, right? Better than Vivek Murthy or whatever that guy's name was, the weirdo socialist Indian or whatever he was guy under Obama, or better than that black woman attorney general who under Bill Clinton, that black female from the 90s who was advocating to teach disgusting uh, self-indulgent acts. <laughs> I hate to even repeat it um, to the kids so that they don't to, you know, diminish the teen pregnancy and spread of AIDS and all that mess that was a big problem during the 90s. I guess it's still a problem today. Gross. But... He, this from the Daily Mail, Surgeon General under fire for telling African Americans, meaning blacks, not to smoke, drink, or take drugs, and highly offensive use of Big Mama as the coronavirus pandemic hits the black community the hardest. And so he's just doing, to me, that was heartfelt, nice guy trying to look out for the people and talking like he talks. Talking like he would talk with his familiar communities, right? 
the um, Hispanics, the blacks are suffering more under this coronavirus thing per capita, right? It's kind of hilarious that they're overreacting. I don't know who is overreacting to it yet, but no doubt liberals, right? He pleaded with the African-American community and others of color, so-called color, dumb name for it, to follow the coronavirus guidelines on Friday. This, was, this clip was from Friday during the White House press briefings. Oh, no video? Oh, no, none of that. Yeah. Okay. Um, he's all, do it for your abuela. That's Spanish for grandma, right? Do it for your granddaddy. Do it for your big mama. What is big mama? Is that grandmother or mother or? Big, uh, grandmother. Grandmother. Okay. Your big mama. Or it's also known as Tyler Perry, right? Is it, it was, did Tyler Perry play grandma? I don't know if he was. Play uh, big mama? No, but no. Uh, Martin. Martin, Martin did Lawrence it? did okay. big mama. Man. What is it with these blacks? I never liked that when they did that <laughs> stuff. I didn't like Miss D- Mrs. Doubtfire doing that either. I think it's because there's blacks have a black grandmothers have a unique sense of uh, character. Yeah. So it's easy to to play it up in the black community. So the blacks usually that is true. Yeah. Yeah. Tyler Perry kind of nails it, huh? Maybe. I think I think Martin Lawrence did it better. He did it better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Tyler Perry has all of those Medea. Right? Medeas. Yeah. They're funny. They're, they're funny I've never really though. seen a whole one. I've uh. only seen bits. <laughs> But I mean, you know, whatever. I kind of like those guys too. Tyler Perry, Lawrence, right? Martin Lawrence. Martin Lawrence. (laughs) You can tell I'm not a super fan because I don't even remember his first name. And that's how he goes by too. It's just Martin, right? He had a show called Martin, didn't he? Right. Man, I'm I'm so ignorant (laughs) of black culture. But it's cool. Um, This guy had to defend himself. This guy... um, Surgeon General Jerome Adams, which to me, I took one look at him. I'm like, what is this guy doing being attorney? I mean, Surgeon General. But he is a doctor. At least he's a medical doctor. Unlike this, is Fauci? Maybe he is a medical doctor. You know who I heard is not a medical doctor, by the way? This UN, WHO, World Health Organization, so-called Dr. Tedros. He's not even a medical doctor. According, I was listening to American Liberty with Bill Lockwood on Saturday. You know, his shows come out on Saturday. He comes on the Jesse Lee Peterson show once a month, last Tuesday of the month. And he's been doing it for ages. You may have just heard him, a replay of him from 2013, end of July, last Tuesday of that month, um, interviewing with Jesse Lee Peterson and talking about how, ooh, this guy, this religious leader, Tony Evans, black guy, was talking about how how Trayvon Martin had an innocent soul or something. Tony Evans supposing to be supposed to be like a Christian, like a, one of the more real Christians of amongst, at least by black pastor standards. But no. Um. Anyways, yeah, I heard that this guy is not a real doctor, not a real medical doctor, Tedros, and he's also a communist, according to. What I heard on Bill uh, Lockwood. But um, this guy, he had to defend using the terms, um, Big Mama especially, saying, I used the language that is used in my family. But he was met with criticism by the black community, of course, 
because they're so sensitive. They're like, oh, that's pandering. He's a black man pandering to blacks, okay? But, I mean, he kind of was pandering. I, I, I was telling Joel about this earlier. He's like, even if he was, they come up with these words pandering. But he was well-meaning with it. He's trying to look out for you guys, and you're attacking him. Ridiculous. Um, yeah, he's under fire for pandering to the black community for his offensive instruction to stop drinking and smoking during this pandemic. <laughs> Reminds me of the pot smokers when Jesse Lee Peterson, you know, with his boomer advice, which is good advice, right? Um, to be like, stay off the pot. <laughs> I don't know. So, um, twice as, listen to this, and I don't believe this, and then I will get to calls, guys. I'm sorry you couldn't take calls on the Jesse Lee Peterson show. We had technical I issues. I'm trying it out, feeling out what we can do, testing the limits of our systems. I have, uh, our black engineers on the job. They're doing very well, right? Considering. It's the weather, right? It's probably the weather. Um... This is according to the Daily Mail, which I'm leery about these numbers, right? I don't know what exactly they mean. But listen to this. Twice as many black and brown Americans have died of COVID-19 compared to their white counterparts, government data shows. Wait, that sounds like fake news. <laughs> How could that be? Do they mean per, per capita? If they mean per capita, then I can understand. Like, compared to their share of the population. But if they mean raw numbers, that's mind-boggling. If it's per capita, I get it. I'm not surprised. Because they're, like, kind of, like, twice as unhealthy. Or reckless or whatever. You know, I don't know. But, um, Adams assured Americans of color there is nothing inherently wrong with you, but said social ills may have contributed to the disparity. Can I play the whole clip? Let's just play this whole, the, it's about a two-minute clip, Jerome Adams. And uh, talking about the POCs. And he's giving them fair warning. Listen to this whole thing. In New York City, uh, Hispanics uh, represent the majority of deaths. In Milwaukee County, blacks are 25% of the population, but almost 50% of the cases and 75% of the deaths. So what's going on? Well, it's alarming. But it's not surprising that people of color have a greater burden of chronic health conditions. African Americans and Native Americans, <clears throat> excuse me, develop high blood pressure at much younger ages. It's less likely to be under control and does greater harm to their organs. Puerto Ricans have higher rates of asthma, and black boys are three times as likely to die of asthma as their white counterparts. As a matter of fact, I've been carrying around an inhaler in my pocket for 40 years out of fear of having a fatal asthma attack. And I hope that showing you this inhaler shows little kids with asthma all across the country that they can grow up to be Surgeon General one day. The chronic burden of medical ills is likely to make people of color, especially, less resilient to the ravages of COVID-19. And it's possibly, in fact, likely uh, that the burden of social ills is also contributing. But let me be that? crystal clear. We do not think people of color are biologically or genetically predisposed to get COVID-19. There is nothing inherently wrong with you, but they are socially predisposed to coronavirus disposure, uh, exposure and to have a higher incidence of the very diseases that put you at risk for severe complications of coronavirus. 
Stay at home if possible. If you must go out, maintain six feet of distance between you and everyone else and wear a mask if you're going to be within six feet of others. Wash your hands more often than you ever dreamed possible. Avoid alcohol, tobacco, and drugs. And call your friends and family. Check in on your mother. She wants to hear from you right now. And speaking of mothers, we need you to do this, if not for yourself, then for your abuela. abuela. Do it for your granddaddy. Do it for your big mama. Do it for your pop pop. We need you to understand, especially in communities of color, we need you to step up and help stop the spread so that we can protect those who are most vulnerable. Isn't that so cute? <laughs> Poor guy. He's looking out for you guys, meaning, you know, the Hispanics and the POC, you know, the blacks. And if, you know, say you don't really care about your own health, do it for your pop pop. <laughs> I don't know, man. He was just looking out for you. Calm down. So I just wanted to share that with you. <laughs> um, Hot Computer Smell says, Rising above our G JLP enemies, Hake, with the hands. Thank you. Noah's Arkansas with the diamond. Powers That Bear with another diamond. Reed Johnson with the diamond. Thank you, guy. Thank you guys. And he says, Congrats on reaching 700 followers. And thanks, Geo949. Right on, Geo949 and Reed Johnson and all you guys. Appreciate it. But Jerome Powell, this guy, not a bad... Jerome Adams. Did I say Powell? Jerome Adams is okay in my book. He's, I think he's a little soft. He's telling them to call your mom right now. She wants to hear from you right now. Ridiculous. I was looking forward to JLP's commentary on this but um you know they're having issues on that uh on that their programming is a little different from mine so you know there's this tv host and actress i'm looking at daily mail's article about this claudia jordan took to twitter to express her outrage at adams's comments this is why women are to be silent honestly i mean especially ones like this that are just going to get outraged at not mess and now now nowadays you have like more and more grown adult human males men so-called getting outraged at stuff and it's across all races too unfortunately it's ridiculous some guys all let me tell a lot of you something we don't talk the way movies songs and the media portrays us the surgeon general is trying to relate to a life he never lived Listen to his voice and the way he sounds. He has never called anyone Big Mama, and neither have I. I don't know. He talks with, like, a bit of a lisp. Not that he, you know, not that he's that thing. <laughs> but he has, like, a, I think he has a lisp going naturally with his voice. Not that he sounds effeminate. I'm not saying that. Um, it's crazy, people. Dummies. Stereotypical ethnic names used for our relatives, some people said. Just dumb stuff. Anyways. Useless people. He's just a little holy. <laughs> but I mean, this is how the culture is, to be honest. Most people, even like so-called conservatives, fall for this, oh, mom-centric type of talk. They do. 
And by by mom centric type of talk, I'm talking about call your mom right now. Keep in touch with her. Stay connected. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Some people go the opposite extreme, <laughs> including maybe yours truly. <laughs> Anyways, let me get to some calls. I have some interesting things. Bernie Sanders is a loser. Michael Moore is fat. I did cover this Michael Moore thing a little bit yesterday on my show. By the way, I do have my program on Sundays. And he's like attacking white men and men in general because he's a, a female thinking socialist. And socialism is female minded, especially this kind of liberal kind of socialism. Some of you guys, and I think actually even this nationalist type of socialism, such as, you know, I interviewed, um, no, I was interviewed by a couple of Sundays ago, Richard Spencer. And it's like this taking care of people. Oh, yeah, somebody said, um, somebody said, oh, thanks for, uh, I think it was Joel the American, said, oh, James, you played the noticer. I covered the noticer on my channel. Make sure if you didn't check out my Sunday show, I liked it. It was fun. I covered this story of, um, from Telegram, this user, I am on Telegram, the Hake Report, JS, JLP Talk is on Telegram too, t.me slash JLP Talk, and t.me slash the Hake Report. Go to Telegram if you're one of those um, new school people, or you're not happy with the, you know, you just want independent voices, some of which were banned from Twitter, and, you know, pro, generally a little bit more pro-free speech. It's a social media platform. Um, follow us, guys. But I shared on my Telegram uh, one from that I saw in Crypto Report. It was from the noticer. And he just advocates people noticing all these people that are pushing this degeneracy stuff and anti-Christian, anti-white, anti-men stuff are um, Jewish. Like a lot of Jew blamers are into this stuff and Jew critics and so I was looking at it, and man, it's crazy. But um, I covered it, and I gave my thoughts a little bit, too. It's something that um, a lot of people are starting to hate and get oversensitive about this stuff. Kind of reminds me of this overreaction to Jerome Adams saying this stuff. Let's say he was pandering. Who cares? He was looking out for the people. It's dumb. Um, people don't have anything better to do, right? That's how I see it. Are, are you following me? Anyways, let me get to some callers. Jason, out of Long Island, New York. Jason, what's up? Good to hear from you again. Hey, hey, how you doing? Doing fine. How are you? I'm fine. Hey, what happened to Jesse, bro? He walked off because we were having just too many technical issues. And... Um, He's going to leave it to these guys to figure it out before he comes back on. So we were just doing replay. He's fine. No problems. We're just having problems. It's the computer that's sick. Or the computer's multiple stuff going on. There's even issues right now here with my program. But my setup is a little bit simpler and different from Jesse Lee Peterson's. So I'm able to be a little bit more flexible right now. 
at least for the time being. Yeah. You you may see I mean, me. Yeah, I call in the morning. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go for it. Yeah, I call in the morning. I wanted to ask him what happened to this fine woman that he was talking about. You know? <laughs> yeah. So if you guys didn't catch church with Jesse Lee Peterson, which most of you probably did, because if you're dedicated enough to catch my show, you're the chosen ones. <laughs> I'm kidding, joking around a little bit, but Church with Jesse Lee Peterson was awesome, and he talked a little bit about this fine woman. <laughs> Actually, I think he talked about her on the following... He talks about her now and then, right? About how he used to bring her in front of his co-workers and show her off, and then he lost her. And then he felt like committing suicide <laughs> or something. Every now and then, he, back when he was beta, like once, maybe twice, he would be really broken up and sitting by the dock of the bay. I don't know if, he's, if he knows where, her whereabouts now. I wonder if she's still a fine woman. <laughs> Actually, I don't really wonder. No. I'm not that interested, but, you know. It is interesting you know, when how I, when I, he's aged probably better oh. than she has, is my guess. What do you think about Hispanics? You think they crack? They don't crack like blacks? That's a good question. It depends. Hispanics are such a wide range, right? They they look they can look very Indian. They can look very uh, Spaniard. And you know, I haven't really noticed. I think if they take care of themselves, they can look fine for a while. If they get on drugs, that can age them real fast, kind of like the whites. Uh, so but, I don't know. James, I don't want to take much of your time. Yeah. You know, ye- ye- yesterday, we, uh, you know, we talked about my mess. And you said it's better to, you know, like, if, if you live with your mom, like, you're losing your soul. Is that true? You know, like, I you, was... You know, kind of not true. The truth. Just take that with a grain of salt. Just know, just know, just know for yourself what's happening with you. Because I was saying, I was saying it's better to lose a little money than, you know, going out and renting, rather than saving all the money, still living with your mother and losing your soul. I was just talking figuratively with that. If you it, you may be losing your soul with it, or you may not be. You, that's something you have to know for yourself. But what I meant by that yeah. was that you, people really stifle themselves nowadays. If you look around, I don't know, I forget how old you are. Are you 20 or something? Yes. You're 20? I have memories. I'm so white. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you look around, people, there were, there were people like in prior generations that would marry at 18 or even younger and go out, work, build businesses, create their, you know, buy houses and all that stuff. And I'm not saying it all happened at 18, but they would build up their lives and they were more mature, more uh, earlier in life. And I think that society, society and mothers and even fathers now are allowing their children and adult sons and daughters not to grow up for to the to the point where you know some people point out me like I may not act like I'm 38 I still dress like a like I don't have sense <laughs> with t-shirts and stuff and so there's just 
there is a um, a slowing down of the growing up process, which is not wise, because especially it's bad for women because their bodies get old before they're even ready to ha- start getting married and have children, if they ever get married, you know. So it's a it's a nasty setup. And so what I mean by that is, um, I like Jesse's rule about people should move out at eighteen. And don't you worry know, about, about woman. your maturity is more important. What, what my point is, your maturity, you're, you're growing up, you're growing your independence. That's way more important. You're going to love it, too, than, um, yeah. than uh, staying at home and saving that money. Yeah, it is. Yeah, when, yeah. I first, when I moved out for the last time, Oh my gosh. And I was on my own too. I was I found a place that was six hundred a month, utilities included. Um in a nice not too bad area too. It was a nice area, to be honest. Not even not too bad. It was nice. Um but you'll find you're gonna find it's it's so nice. You're gonna love it, man. And even when it wears off a little bit or you experience challenges, you'll I think you'll be you'll want to face those challenges down. You'll be too proud to go home. And that's a, kind of a good kind of pride. A You're good right. kind of shame. Especially being a male. Yeah. And that's and, not even home anymore things. anyways. That's your mother's house. You, you think I can answer that biblical, biblical question on your... You know, on your yeah, if you throat? like, I don't mind. Go for it. What uh, is the, what is the biblical you question? You have to repeat it, though. Uh, what does it take for a woman to to get into the kingdom of heaven? Okay. Yeah, I think that's why. Yeah, what is takes, it? Uh, I think it takes a real man, you know, like show her love, like yesterday Peterson was doing. Oh. You know, he's light. That's he's interesting. He's like punching out away. Nice. You know, real love. Yeah. Which is God. That's working to our man. I like, th- I kind of like that answer. I don't know if it's right. And I don't know if it's wrong, but I like that. I appreciate that. It's better than I could do. I mean, uh, I'm, li- I'm living with my mama, you know, so what do I know, right? No, I'm not. That doesn't, that doesn't mean you don't know. You know who else? Well, I'm not going to try to make you feel better for living with your mother. <laughs> yeah, I'll be my mama. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Man, you know it. <laughs> I appreciate hearing from you, Jason. It's nice to hear from you. Yeah, thank you, Hake. Happy Easter Monday. It's called Easter Monday in some circles. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay, happy Easter Monday. Thank you. Take care, man. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, man. Patrice O'Neill Groiper. Hake starting to notice. Slowly, Hake beginning to notice them. By them, who's he talking about? Out, 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 out. Patrice O'Neill Groiper. Fire Billy. Hire Patrice O'Neill Groiper. <laughs> we can't fire Billy. But I appreciate that. Um, you know, I was, before I get to Samuel out of Sweden and the rest of you guys, I was, you know, I took a little peek at um, this Tiger King thing. This, my housemate. I don't have a roommate. People say I have a... I mean, I said I had a roommate, but I was saying that for short. My housemate is not in the room with me, right? But my housemate was watching this this Netflix series 
or you know, an episode from it called Tiger King. And a lot of you guys already know about it, I bet. Somebody even at a press at the press conference recently, a liberal reporter or a reporter, right, asked President Trump about it because it's about this these people in Oklahoma, there's this flamboyant gay guy and I don't know if he's supposed to be the Tiger King, but he was I guess he's serving time in prison right now because apparently he was convicted of this murder for hire plot. Um, and Netflix is having its audience believe that this man is not guilty, not actually guilty, even though he was convicted, which is entirely possible. The justice system has become more unjust. Um, so it's possible that he was wrongfully convicted. That does happen. Um, so, uh, Gail Manchester says, I couldn't finish watching it. Yeah, I only saw, like, the third episode, I guess it was. And it was about something entirely different from this flamboyant guy. Oh, and it's called Tiger King because they raise up tigers in Oklahoma or something like this. Where they keep them as pets, breed them, or whatever. Who knows what. And there's a little bit of animal rights tinge to some of it and all that stuff. But... This is all beside the point of my bringing this up. I came in, and then, like, it was the third episode, like I said, that I just came... I just happened to be passing by the TV, and it caught my attention. It was like, wow, this is kind of interesting. You know, everybody's cooped up at home, so it's doing well in the ratings, right? And I don't pay any Netflix things, by the way, guys. It's my Netflix... It was was my uh, housemate. He's the degenerate. (laughs) But, uh... I'm watching it, and it's about, this particular episode is about this woman in her 60s, I would say, maybe late 50s, maybe even early 70s, a white woman, blue-eyed white woman, a little bit, um, getting a little bit overweight, whatever, just a side note, and... She's being interviewed and other people are being interviewed and she's getting scrutinized. Netflix has us believing that she is a foul player, possibly, maybe. And I'm saying Netflix has us believing this because, you know, with the editing and everything, they can can make anybody look almost any way that they want, right? (laughs) She used to be fine. (laughs) So it says... uh, (laughs) Are you familiar with this? You familiar with this uh, series at all? Yeah, <laughs> I've seen the first the first three episodes. I think. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, Luke on Facebook says Carol Baskin, and he says something about her that I'm thinking. Luke, he says Carol Baskin. Google her. Looks like Hillary. <laughs> She looks, she looks like Hillary Clinton, and not only that, she talks, she, like she talks and uh-huh. acts like Hillary Clinton. And by that, I mean evil. And I don't... Okay, so what they're scrutinizing her for is 
this whole question of did she kill her husband? She had this, and it's not even her real husband, it's her second husband, right? Yep. And it's not even his wife, this man who's died 20 years older than her, right? And it was 20 years ago, too. 21, 22 years older than her. He died, no, he disappeared 20 years ago, right? This man. Rich man, millionaire, multi-millionaire, right? They don't even know how much money he had. But he married this girl. He met her. He was 42 or something. She was 21. She, was, she had gotten married. Uh, had she gotten married at a young age before she was 18? She was 14. 14 when she got married okay. the first time. All right. And um, she, was, she claimed that her husband was abusive. And there's that liberal word, right? <laughs> so ridiculous. Um, Ashley Morris says, by the way, about this Tiger King guy, I think, he supposedly hired somebody to kill her because she's an animal rights activist who said that he was abusing his tigers. Not true. And so who knows? I have a picture up of, um... Oh, okay, cool. Carol and her husband, her, well, the The, one that's missing. Yeah, the the late, the late husband. He was pronounced... Oh, no. No, so there's three, I think. Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah, three. yeah, yeah. She has a yeah. new husband, too. Yes. So. Oh, my gosh. And that guy is, uh, you know, you guys came up with this word simp. He seems like, even though he's old, he's a boomer. Oh, my gosh. He smiles like a simp. <laughs> oh. Yeah. He smiles like those Asians that they don't know you're not supposed to show your bottom teeth. <laughs> uh, but anyway. <laughs> That's funny. But um, anyways... They're, like, scrutinizing about her, and they have all these conspiracy theories, right? And they are conspiracy theories. They may be valid. They may not be. We don't know. Innocent unless proven guilty, right? <laughs> Saved when he, when he says, okay, boomer. Um, this woman is, like, they speculate that she killed her husband, made him disappear, and fed him to the tigers, all kinds of stuff. And she's talking like this, like... Like, I could even feed a man to the tigers. Ah. And she's talking a lot like Hillary Clinton. I don't, I'm not saying to watch this thing. And I'm not sure that I'm going to watch any more episodes, but it was striking how similar it reminded me of when Hillary Clinton laughs about deaths. We came, we saw, he died. <laughs> That's Hillary. And then she's, like, mocking things, like, making a mockery of, of national security things. Did you wipe your drives, your hard drives? What, like, with a cloth? <laughs> and she's just making a mockery of, of everything. That reminds me of what this lady was like. Just evil white woman. Not, because, not that I hate white women, right? I don't hate anybody. Actually, I kind of do. Hake should watch all of it. It's actually a great case study proving many of Jesse's points on men and women, according to Caleb. Yeah, you know, it's there is a, a lot of these shows are. So maybe I will. I think CCon was recommending it. I just wanted to share that with you. She, she seems so much like Hillary. And you know what? To be honest, it kind of makes me... I don't know if it's Satan talking to me. Most likely, right? Um, it makes me leery of Hillary even more because I have friends who are liberals, not pro-Trump. They hate Trump. 
I made a bet with one of these friends that Trump would win back in 2016. <laughs> a year's long worth of like going out, he treats, which we didn't go out that much, but um, but he's like, how I don't I don't see how you can think that Hillary's gonna gonna um, lose. Hillary kills people. I was like, whoa. And he's like this Asian guy, not into this, not into conspiracy theories, not into conservative politics at all. He's a liberal, atheist guy. And he's say, saying that Hillary kills people. So her reputation precedes her. I don't, th- I don't know, even know if that's true. I can't, I kind of don't believe it. But, I mean, these people do support abortion. So what won't they do? Who knows? I just leave it as an I don't know. I can't imagine... She wouldn't do that, right? But anyways, I don't know. Um, so I do hope to get to a little bit more of this other stuff, Bernie and Michael Moore. Enough about the white women. But first, Samuel, out of Sweden. Samuel, it's good to hear from you. Hi. Well, hi there. Hey. I actually tried to call in to Jesse, but uh, I guess there were some technical problems there. Yeah, and what I had to say was, I know. That, uh, you know, uh, especially important, uh, especially you know, for his show. I can I can say it. Oh yeah, show. no problem. Well, anyway, uh, what I think is, um, I want to talk about Corona and uh, how Sweden is with it. And I'm, I'm, I just feel blessed that I live in Sweden because it seems like it's the most normal country in the Western world right now. And it seems like it. You were saying that people were um, that people were more free in Sweden than many other places with this coronavirus yeah, because, thing. It, it, the government has taken a wait and see attitude. Yeah. And uh, first they lowered meeting uh, limit to five hundred people. Oh, okay. Wow, that's that's pretty, that's pretty big. Yeah, and then they said, well, after two weeks, they said, well, we're going to move down to 50 people. Uh, okay, and that's, that's what, still a lot. But that's the, yeah, but that's the, what's the law right now. And uh, except that, there is no actual law prohibiting people to uh, meet or travel or anything. But yeah. uh, most, uh, most uh, I would say, ethnic Swedes are careful. I don't know about I believe you know, that. immigrants and how they deal with things. Yeah. No, I, I believe now, that. And now the government is doing two things that I just think is quite amazing. First of all, they are stopping non uh, non essential uh, uh, medical um, uh, work and, and trying to focus on curing. Um, this virus is taking care of the virus. I mean, they're saying we have some parts of the healthcare system that doesn't uh, is non-essential, right? right. Uh, and they can use those resources to fight corona. And yeah. I think it's amazing because in other countries they always look at the civilians and say that's non-essential, that's non-essential, people can't work. Right. But here they look at the government and say what's in the government is non-essential, and what can we, you know try to refocus their resources. And I think that's great. And they also, it's now, because they have given out billions and billions uh, to companies they and to help support the workers, they realize that they could be fraud. Yeah. Now they are 
uh, connecting the uh, with different government uh, uh, well that uh, uh, um, social welfare department to be able to fight the fraud. Yeah. But I mean, that's what I should have done have been for years ago because people are doing fraud all the time. But now they like they want the money to go to right places. But I mean, I, I think that the Swedish government is doing the right things. They are waiting and seeing, and uh, they you know they don't exaggerate and their dealings with this. And I I'm just feel blessed, <laughs> you know, that uh, I'm happy to be in Sweden right now, actually. That's good. Right on, man. Thankfulness is good medicine, by the way. Um, they say, I, there was a Bible, it reminds me of a Bible verse that I was forced to memorize. I was forced to memorize Bible verses. I think something okay. like, a joyful spirit is good like a medicine. Something like this, right? But a broken spirit dries the bones. And I also discovered something because the liberal uh, mainstream media, yeah, and I would say the uh, alternative media, usually a bit right. Yeah, I think I just doesn't want to read anything of it more because they just want to hate and uh, try to create bad feelings and create like uh, instead of uniting in this uh, time, they try to separate both of them, both the liberal mainstream and the, uh, I would say alternative. A bit right. Uh, all everyone at those media places are trying to create the division and 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 yeah, gear people and things. And I don't like that. I I, I not, right now you know we should try to support uh, what the government is doing when they're doing good things. Right. And um, so I, I, I yeah I almost doesn't watch any news at all. Actually. Yeah. That's I mean, I I watched the uh, media. I watched, you know, there is a health uh, homepage for your health department, and I follow, you know, look at the information coming out there and things like that. But I don't. I avoid mainstream media and alternative media right now. Right. That's cool, man. Well, it's nice to hear from you, Samuel, and it's nice to hear that there's something good going on with these countries. I would. I'm a little surprised actually, because I thought of Sweden as. Well, I happen to know. Yeah. I don't think you guys have freedom of speech, right? And I, I think of them as a liberal country. I want to blow your mind. Of all the Scandinavian countries, uh, we have five countries here in Scandinavia. Yeah. Sweden is the only country with a, a male prime minister. Oh, good. <laughs> wow. And, you know, I actually said to a colleague months ago, before Corona came, I said, I started to like our prime minister. Right. And I said, like, it was the prize because I don't... He's a social democrat, yeah. uh, prime minister. But I say, well, because he's the only male prime minister here in the Nordic countries. And I mean, the, the, the female prime minister in Germany, yeah. just not long ago, there were female prime minister in UK. I mean, there are women ruling. Theresa May. Europe. Yep. You know, man, that's such, it's just such a sad statement that we've lowered our standards so bad that we have to be like, Happy that at least you have a male prime minister. <laughs> that used to be like the standard, and now it, it and he's probably uh, since he's a social democrat or whatever. 
that means he's still kind of female minded, but he's better than. He he's less better than female than minded than uh, Trudeau uh, Canada. You know, I, I could believe that. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, Trudeau is a proud feminist along with his wife, and who got yeah, the but he really, he really, uh, you know, he's uh, he's looks feminine. Do I you mean, guys be a woman? I have a question from Rhonda on Periscope. Do you guys have to own guns by law over there? We are not allowed to own guns except oh. Okay. Pass a lot of tests, I guess. Ah, but uh, I mean, I, you have to have them locked in. You can't have them for protective purposes. Ridiculous. Mostly, it's uh, hunters who will have guns. Okay. Well, Samuel, it's good to hear from you, man. Take care. Okay. Take care. Stay Bye. safe. All right. Let me get to Louis out of Idaho. Louis, it's good to hear from you. Hey, how are you, man? Fine. Happy Easter to you. By the way. Yeah, happy Easter. Yeah, definitely. Thank you, man. Easter what? Monday. Yep. I think you should self-promote, hey. People want you for two hours. I've been calling for that for a long time. Yeah, Hope man. Three or four. You met, you know, I've been thinking of doing the two hours thing, and we we actually met on it, met about it on Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to, I am going to cut it off at one hour today because of these technical issues, like there's stuff that just needs to attention in these mm-hmm. computer systems and stuff. So I'm going to cut it off at one hour, today at least, but soon, soon we will get to two hours, all right? I just appreciate do, that, man. Just gets better, man. Got to start promote. Yeah. You like Bill O'Reilly, huh? <laughs> I do. I like Bill O'Reilly. Yeah. I like President Trump, who is also a good self-promoter. I think Jesse yeah. Lee Peterson is getting better at self-promotion. That's nice. Yeah. So, yeah, thank you, Louie. Trump, Trump 2020, Trump Jr., you know, Trump, you know, Eric after that, whatever. Yeah, that would be nice. Like you going. Yeah, Eric right, seems you, like a pretty solid guy. Good All right, Louie, good to hear from good you, man. You, Take uh-huh. care. So, let me read a few of these uh, Super Chats. Leo Gonzalez, Leo Gonzalez says, What was Jesse doing during the reruns? I don't know, he had to go handle business, you know. Uh, Lin Yen Chin says people, POC equals people of constipation, emotional constipation, born of hate in mama drama. Joel can prance. He black. Whoa. <laughs> that sounds like an attack. But Lin Yen Chin is a friend. So I'm sure he meant fine by that. Meant well. Tabor J. Eaton. I, used, I think I previously pronounced it Tabor. But he says... In a super chat, my name is pronounced Tabor. Thanks, Hake. And hopefully I'm pronouncing it correctly. Because would it be Tabor or would it be Tabor? <laughs> Which one would you emphasize? But thanks, man. Tabor. J.E. I'll look it up, too, just to confirm. The Canadian David, vote Trunk 2020. Do it for your big mama. Do it for your pop pop. Do it for you. Yeah, it's not Tabor. Yeah. I wanted to call it Tabor, like Zsa Zsa Gabor. Sorry, Tabor. <laughs> um, the Canadian David didn't mention Pop Pop, but he said, Vote Trunk 2020, do it for your big mama. Nice. HGB Boosting says, Is the mayor of Texas, mayor in Texas, pandering to blacks also? Question mark, question mark, question mark. I'm not familiar with that story. I'll have to look it up. But, uh... I don't know. 
the Democrats are the ones pandering. Aaron Collins, hello from my eight-year-old niece, Kennedy. She thinks you and Jesse are amazing. Wow, eight-year-old niece, Kennedy. Nice name and nice age. Thank you, Aaron Collins, for the super chat. Marcus Jones Stinks says... Hold on, I have to copy because YouTube is... YouTube has inferior um, functioning these days. Thank you to Sweden for meatballs, says Marcus Jones Stinks. And thank you for changing your name, because <laughs> I don't like saying Stinks. Uh, thank you to Sweden for meatballs, Carmel Danson, Sabaton, PewDiePie, and cool accents. Although I must know, what's the secret ingredient for meatballs? Um, call back tomorrow, Samuel from Sweden, and let us know. Or Eric from Sweden. Love, love is the secret ingredient for meatballs. <laughs> uh, so corny, I love it. Um, yeah, uh, Wayne says, more callers and start booking your guests. Keep up the good work, young man. And then, um, British flag, right? British flag, I believe. Thank you, Wayne on Facebook. Appreciate that, guys. And I am going to open the treasure chest on DLive, dlive.tv slash the Hake Report in about three minutes or so. So get ready. I'm building it up. The chest is building up. Can you tell? No, I'm playing. But, uh, you want to hear a joke? Oh, I have these pictures, too. Bernie beats Trump. That's the joke. Makuth X, I'm sorry, man. You told me not to do uh, corny jokes, but that's the joke. Bernie beats Trump. I've been seeing these crazy bumper stickers, and I'm still seeing them. Walking around the neighborhood. On cars. And in Spanish on a streetlight pole, of course, in my neighborhood. Bernie couldn't even beat Joe Biden. Bernie Sanders, the socialist, the so-called democratic socialist, um, communist sympathizer. What a punk. He thinks that he would beat Trump. What a chump. Chump. Bernie's the chump. Trump is no champ. Chump, he's a champ. Uh... So, and so, by the way, is anyone who supported him. That includes Vosh or Vosh? Chump. Uh, progressive voice? Chump. Oh, I can't say that about Richard Spencer. He's just nice. He's nice. Because <laughs> Richard Spencer was a Bernie bro to use, kind of supporting Bernie Sanders or Tulsi Gabbard. Come back to, into the fold, you national socialists. Just be for what's right. Don't be atheist. So, um, yeah, did you show those pictures? Isn't that crazy? Uh, there was an infinity, beautiful infinity car, red. And it has multiple pro-Bernie uh, stickers. Just like polluting the, the look of the car. An infinity. Infinities are not supposed to have bumper stickers. You're supposed to put that on trashy cars. I mean, infinities, right? This is a, t a type of vehicle over here in the States anyways, right? And if you zoom in, and it has... Um, I, bl I blurred out the, the uh, license plate numbers, by the way. See? I'm very considerate. It has this gay-looking Bernie Beats Trump rainbow 
writing. Red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet. <laughs> and Bernie 2020. And then below it says Bernie beats Trump again. Ridiculous. And so that was one car. And then there was another, a Volvo. Is it Volvo or Volvo? Volvo with another Bernie Beats Trump sticker. I've been seeing these. And so I just can't, I couldn't help but chuckle even before he dropped out of the race. He's dropped out of the race. He couldn't even beat, like I said, Joe Biden. And then the other one in Spanish, I think, what does it say? Bernie, is it with a D or is it a B? Berrota, Barrota? Derrota, Bernie, Bernie, Derrota a Trump. <laughs> or something like that. Infinities are, are crappy Lexuses. Really? I thought Lexuses were... Uh, isn't that Toyota? <laughs> Anyways. Um, that me I guess that means Beats, supposedly. And it's from... It says... And that's from BernieSanders.com with the red star, right? Bernie with a red star over the, over the eye. Dotting the eye. Derrota a Trump. Psh. Ridiculous. Silly. What a joke. Um, I'm not even trying to, uh, you know, I was listening to um, Richard Spencer after I went on his show, and he was talking with a guy, talking about these uh, self-respecting leftists will never appear, will never go to the side of, you know, the pro-Trump people. Um, we don't need them to. Some of them will wake up. They're both Toyota. Infinity, uh, Lexus and, and Infinity are both Toyota, according to Soul Art 14. Didn't know that. You know, it looks kind of like the Toyota logo if you look, if you squint, the Infinity logo. So anyways, um, I think these people are like what Bill Lockwood said. Uh, socialism is an atheistic Socialism, communism comes from an atheistic worldview. And that may be a boomer take, but I think it's a right boomer take. I love boomers. And speaking of boomers, is Michael Moore a boomer or is he Gen X or what is he? <laughs> what is that? What is that? I I'm chuckling because I laughed because I was uh, scared. Actually, I think I played it up a little bit because it startled, it's made me jump before this uh, treasure chest opening on DLive because it really <laughs> startled me sometimes. And it did startle me a little bit, but I think I played it up a little bit more than I needed to. <laughs> I have this bad habit of when somebody fakes like they're going to hit me, I, I yell, ouch, before they even come close to me. And I think that encourages them to mess with me more. <laughs> but uh, Ludwig von Neon set, has it right. Michael Moore is fat. And he says something else too, but I don't want to say that part. And TNK says other stuff. I'm going to get to your D Live shout outs and other things, but Michael Moore, he's been, he pushed abortion. Socialism. Let me just try to read these quotes to you because I don't want to just repeat myself from yesterday. I want to actually get to this. He's the one. Who, okay, those of you not familiar, Michael Moore. He 
so-called documentary filmmaker. He he pushes propaganda. He made Fahrenheit 9/11 about the 9/11 attacks, I guess, and Bowling for Columbine, which I haven't seen. I haven't seen either of those, to be honest. I think I watched Mike and Me or something to do a little bit with his Flint, Michigan, is where he left, which is in the Detroit area. It went down the tubes after NAFTA and the illegal aliens coming in and minimum wage increasing and all kinds of stuff that killed, and unions and all that stuff that killed businesses. But um, he has this podcast, this Michael Moore guy, socialist guy, Democrat, supporter of liberals. Bernie Sanders supporter, by the way. Chump! Uh, he has this podcast railing against conservative white men. Here's this quote. Men, especially white men, I don't know if he pronounced it properly, have a big responsibility to make amends for the Trump era, Moore said this past Thursday, I guess. Those amends will happen. Whoa. What does that mean? That sounds like a threat, to be honest. People will see the error of their ways. He's a disgusting person. It's worth noting that in the 2016 election, Trump won 52% of white women votes and 52% of the male vote overall. He also said that white men, the days of white men being dominant demographic of the U.S. are numbered. They will be the minority. They're already the minority is what he claims. You know, and, you know, we are on a decline in population-wise. I'm not helping no white babies from me. But... He's a disgusting person. Uh, He also spent Thursday's episode mourning the demise of the Bernie Sanders campaign, doling out harsh words for Democrats who engaged in verbal smears against the socialist candidate. Shame on all of you who would say those things about this individual, Moore said. He touched on abortion during his meandering podcast. (laughs) Not unlike my own meandering. Um, Talking about the Supreme Court, he said, It will have taken years to get some of these people off the Supreme Court. Some may need to be impeached, he said. So he's defending abortion. Baby killer. Can you say disgusting person? Some of you guys support abortion. Shame on... Oh, what what did he say? He said, don't despair about this, about Bernie losing. Chump. Bernie has laid the groundwork for this movement for a better life, a better country, a better planet. What a sicko. When you hear people talk about a better world, unless it's Jesse Peterson, you're never full of it. You the man, Hake. No more Bernie bros, says Vegas Prairie Bear. Patrice O'Neill Groiper, Agent Federal (laughs) Spencer, has a secret. I'm not going to repeat that part, but I appreciate the the diamond, Patrice O'Neill Groiper. I don't like to spread rumors, right? It seems gossipy. I don't think it's true. Pyra777, thank you. And congrats to the... Reed Johnson, Hot Computer Smell, Shaggy Boy, Noise Arkansas, Tex-Mex. And thank you to Patrice O'Neill Groiper, faithful supporter, Noah's Arkansas, yeah. Pyrus 777 Vegas Prairie Bear, Hot Computer Smell, Powers That Bear. Reed Johnson, Shaggy Boy, Eric Bullock, and Paramedic. And of course... The rest of you guys on YouTube, DLive... Periscope, Mixer, Twitch, and Facebook. Thanks, all. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow, and we will we will see what we're going to have. If it's not going to be Jesse Lee Peterson live, it will be cool replays. We'll be working. We'll see you then. Take care. <laughs>